Peace be upon you. So the Quran informs us that in this world, there are two opposing forces. Those who fight for the cause of God and those who fight for the cause of tyranny for their idols. In Surah 4, verse 76, it reads, Those who believe are fighting for the cause of God, while those who disbelieve are fighting for the cause of tyranny. Therefore, you shall fight the devil's allies, the devil's power is nil. One of the names of God is the peace, making the opposition to peace that of chaos. Even the word Muslim, in addition to meaning a submitter, can also be understood as a peacemaker because the root of the word Muslim comes from Salam, which means peace. So a submitter strives for peace, while an idol worshiper strives for chaos. In Surah 47, verse 35, it reads, Therefore, you shall not waver and surrender in pursuit of peace, for you are guaranteed victory, and God is with you. He will never waste your efforts. But in addition to the name, the peace, God has many other beautiful names. Some of those are the most just, the most gracious, the forgiver, and the appreciative. So those who are fighting for the cause of God are also the ones who advocate justice, grace, forgiveness, and appreciation. While those against the cause of God are fighting for the opposite, injustice, hostility, resentment, and to be unappreciative. It is worth noting that the word for tyranny that was used in 476, this word, tagut, is a multi-meaning word that means both tyranny and idols. And since one of God's names is the truth, then tyranny and idols represent falsehood. The Quran informs us that the falsehood proliferates only in the absence of truth. In Surah 10, verse 32, it reads, Such is God, your rightful Lord. What is there after the truth except falsehood? How could you disregard all this? So for tyranny and idol worship to progress, truth must be suppressed. Therefore, to fight for the cause of God is to promote the truth in the face of falsehood and to fight for the freedom and liberty against tyranny. Because of this, it's incumbent upon all those who share the same belief to support one another, irrespective of the name of their faith. Otherwise, there is going to be chaos on earth. In Surah 2, verse 62, in Surah 5, verse 69, it reads, Surely those who believe, those who are Jewish, the Christians, the converts, anyone who believes in God, believes in the last day, and leads a righteous life, will receive their recompense from their Lord. They have nothing to fear, nor will they grieve. Anyone who fulfills these three requirements, by definition, is our brethren. And the following verse informs us that those who strive for a common cause are also part of the same brethren. In Surah 8, verse 72, it reads, Surely those who believed and emigrated and strove with their money and their lives in the cause of God, as well as those who hosted them and gave them refuge and supported them, they are allies of one another. As for those who believe but do not emigrate with you, you do not owe them any support unless they do emigrate. However, if they need your help as brethren in faith, you shall help them, except against people with whom you have signed a peace treaty. God is seer of everything you do. It continues in Surah 59 verse 9 that we're informed when asked to support our brethren in faith, we must prioritize this even over our own needs. It reads in 59.9, it says, As for those who provided them with a home and a refuge and were believers before them, they love those who immigrated to them and find no hesitation in their hearts in helping them. In fact, 
they readily give them priority over themselves, even when they themselves need what they give away. Indeed, those who overcome their natural stinginess are the successful ones. In the following verse, it tells us what will happen if we fail to do this and we fail to support one another in the cause of God. That the repercussions are that there will be chaos and terrible corruption in the earth. And it reads in Surah 8 verse 73, it says, Those who disbelieve are allies of one another. Unless you keep these commandments, there will be chaos on earth and terrible corruption. And if you read the, the literal Arabic, it simply says, unless you do it, meaning that unless you support one another, unless you uphold these commandments that God is telling us in the Quran, this is the consequence is that there's going to be chaos and terrible corruption. Today, the battle for most is not a physical battle. We're not going to war. We're not picking up arms. We are in a war of ideology. And those putting themselves on the front line need the support of those on the sidelines to help spread the message of truth so that the truth can be made known and the falsehood can inevitably vanish. In Surah 21 verse 18 it reads, Instead, it is our plan to support the truth against falsehood in order to defeat it. Woe to you for your utterances you utter. One of the ways that individuals try to absolve themselves from this responsibility, they say, look, if God wills it, God will support the truth. What they fail to understand is this is an opportunity to bring out our true convictions and to earn a lot of credit. Naturally, God doesn't need anyone. God can do everything he needs without the support of not one soul. But he gives us this opportunity to give God a loan of righteousness that he's going to repay to us manifold. In Surah 8, verse 17, it says, It was not you who killed them. God is the one who killed them. It was not you who threw when you threw. God is the one who threw. But he thus gives the believers a chance to earn a lot of credit. God is here omniscient. This was at the time when they had to physically go to battle. That God is saying, it's not you who did these actions. God allowed you to do these actions in order to bring out your true convictions and earn a lot of credit. The Quran warns us, that if we dispute among ourselves, we will scatter our strength and become ineffective. In Surah 8 verse 46 it reads, You shall obey God and His Messenger and do not dispute among yourselves, lest you fail and scatter your strength. You shall steadfastly persevere. God is with those who steadfastly persevere. Because of this, the Quran commands the believers to be united. In 61.4 it says, God loves those who fight in His cause, united in one column, like the bricks in one wall. This means if we see believers fighting amongst themselves, we need to intervene and get them to reconcile so we can maintain the peace and not lose our strength. In Surah 49 verse 9, it reads, If two groups of believers fought with each other, you shall reconcile them. If one group aggresses against the other, you shall fight the aggressing group until they submit to God's command. Once they submit, you shall reconcile the two groups equitably. You shall maintain justice God loves those who are just. So if we see the believers fighting and we're not involved, we're the neutral party, we need to intervene in order to reconcile and get the peace. In addition to maintaining the peace among the believers, some of us may be apprehensive about supporting the truth because we do not want to let others know where we stand on certain topics because we fear ostracization from our peers or are concerned it will cause tension in our relationships. So rather than speaking up and standing with the truth, we abstain from openly supporting 
those who are striving to promote the truth. And God warns us if we do this, again, there is dire consequences. In Surah 5, verse 54, it says, O you who believe, if you revert from your religion, then God will substitute in your place people whom he loves and love him. They will be kind with the believers, stern with the disbelievers, and will strive in the cause of God without fear of any blame. Such as God's blessing, he bestows it upon whomever he wills. God is bounteous, omniscient. So in addition to maintaining the peace among the believers and not fearing the blame of the people for supporting the truth, sometimes we become idealists and zealots in our choice of who we choose to openly support. We may think we should not support someone unless we agree 100% on every topic and view they hold. This inevitably leads to a lack of support for the truth and aids in its suppression by tyrants. So let's say you are in this dilemma. Someone is speaking the truth, but you don't agree with other comments they've made in the past. So rather than, you know, supporting them in this one endeavor, you just sit back idly. What does the Quran have to say about this matter? Let's assume the person is not just, you know, there's some aspects they, you, they say that you disagree with. Let's assume that they are a blatant hypocrite. The Quran states that these are the worst disbelievers, someone who says what they don't do. Even under these conditions, the Quran states that we can consider such people as friends and ally with them if they are mobilizing in the cause of God. And this is specified in Surah 4, verse 88 and 89. It tells us, it warns believers, it says, Why should you divide yourselves into two groups regarding the hypocrites among you? So the Quran is acknowledging that even among the believers, they're hypocrites. And it continues, it says, God is the one who condemned them because of their own behavior. You want to guide those who are sent astray by God. Whomever God sends astray, you can never find a way to guide them. So no, under no circumstances should believers divide themselves because amongst them are hypocrites. And it continues, it says, they, the hypocrites, wish that you disbelieve as they have disbelieved. Then you become equal. And it, here's the, the, the kicker. It says, do not consider them friends unless they mobilize along with you in the cause of God. So God is saying even these individuals, known hypocrites among the believers, some of the worst of the worst people, that we can consider them friends and even mobilize with them when it's in the cause of God. It says, if they turn against you, you shall fight them and you may kill them when you encounter them in war. You shall not accept them as friends or allies. That God is saying, look, if they turn against you, if they fight against you, yeah, you, you can cut off those ties. But as long as their efforts is in the cause of God, we have no problem in essence supporting one another as long as our end goal is one and the same. This means that we align with anyone who strives for the cause of God in their actions, irrespective of their belief. And there's a famous quote from Frederick Douglass. It reads, I would unite with anybody to do right and with nobody to do wrong. Meaning if someone is striving to do right, we support them in that endeavor. Does that mean we support them in everything? No. But in this specific endeavor, things that we are aligned for, we should not be discriminatory and take people off that list because we don't align with them 100%. Another mistake we make is that we criticize those in the arena, those who are putting themselves out there, standing for the truth, particularly when they slip and make a mistake. So rather than appreciating the good they do, we hyper-focus on their faults. When we do this, it only seeds ground to falsehood. But unless we support those when they speak the truth, then we will create a vacuum 
opening the door for falsehood, chaos, and corruption to take over the world. There's this awesome quote from Theodore Roosevelt. It's called The Man in the Arena. And I'm going to read this really quick. It says, It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there's no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. I absolutely love this quote. And God bless those who are putting themselves out there, speaking truth to tyranny, speaking truth against falsehood. This is why it is essential to support the truth in face of any form of tyranny. In Surah 40 verse 14 it reads, Therefore you shall devote your worship absolutely to God alone, even if the disbelievers dislike it. And if we do this, and we trust in God, God will take care of the rest. In Surah 8 verse 8 it reads, For he has decreed the truth shall prevail and falsehood shall vanish, in spite of the evildoers. And in 1781 it reads, Proclaim, the truth has prevailed and falsehood has vanished. Falsehood will inevitably vanish. God willing, we're going to end there. If you guys want to find like-minded individuals, please join our Discord community. We have a thriving community of 2,000 plus believers who are striving in the cause of God, who are promoting the truth, and we would love to have you participate. If you want to follow along the verses of the Quran, please download the Quran Study app on the iOS App Store. Uh, if you don't have an iOS device, you can go to the QuranStudyApp.com website. And if you want more information, please check out the Quran Talk blog, where you'll have all the video notes and past articles, or ChronicLabs.com. And until next time, peace and God bless.